Hey guys, really quick. I genuinely hate, I hate to do this, but uh, something's kind of happened. Uh, long story short, I, my sister, and my best friend, some of you know Ms. Deej, bought a house last year, and the foundation work, turns out, was really shitty. Um, again, long story short, it cost us 30 grand, and we just don't have that. Uh, the reason I'm being kind of quiet and kind of weird is because Deej doesn't know this, so it's kind of fun. Kind of on the DL. This is in no way affiliated with Fumbling Four. This is just me. I'm just lucky enough to have this platform to ask if anyone has even a penny to spare. It would be genuinely greatly appreciated. And also, for anyone curious why Deech doesn't know I'm doing this, he hates asking for help. I just can't stand here. Just watching as my best friend struggles through something like this, I, I I just want to help him any way I can. The link will be in the show notes. It's a GoFundMe called Emergency Foundation Work. Thanks again, guys. B5O Fiddly. Let's get down to the nitty gritty diddly. My name is Naked Mango and I'm your host, Warhammer Lorecast. With me, With me today is Almighty Crit. What, what? And the only patron that decided to join us, Blades. The rest of you are dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> greatest. true. Oh my God. I am out there. <laughs> Once again, living in the closet pays off. Talking so about done with who, you too. <laughs> today we are going to be talking about who we individually think it is the most badassest of characters in the 40k universe. I am going to go first because I brought two because I want content. And also, I'm just a big fan of both. I specifically went out of my way to not do any space wars, which was hard for me to do. The space wars. <laughs> no uwu no today? Uwu. Oh. My starter Pokemon. <laughs> His name is Kaldor Drago. Blades, have you ever heard of him? <laughs> well, of course I love everything about his faction Caldor Drago Caldor Drago specifically is actually really cool oh I know a lot about him he was one of the first people I actually looked into but sorry go ahead yeah you're good uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail because he's been around a really fucking long time <laughs> Um, uh, just to narrow it down for you crit he has been the Grey Knights chapter master for a real long time, but he is trapped in the warp. <laughs> and he's been trapped in the warp for a real fucking long time. He just kind of like demons will invade and he'll just kind of like be there fighting the demons. And then when the Grey Knights close the warp gate, he gets sucked back into the warp and he just keeps fighting in the warp. I've seen... A meme video of this. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Dust. Yup. <laughs> Caldor Drago, how have you lived this long? Warp dust. <laughs> <sighs> uh, thanks a lot to Mark. That's on the uh, D and D podcast for that one. Yeah, that's where I first learned about Caldor Drago too. <laughs> Oh, that's I, that's uh, I really the reason I brought him is because aside from the memes I'm just uh, I, I love how he's just been stuck in the warp and he has not stopped fighting he still he spends most of his time just trying to find demons that are going to earth so he can help his brothers in the Grey Knights fight <laughs> so I understand the memes everyone kind of looks at him as a bit of a Mary Sue but no matter what the way I see it is people are just pissed because he's not the character they wanted to be doing all that. That's they true. wanted their favorite character to be doing all that. 
Yeah, I want my favorite character to be trapped in the warp and only make appearances once every 200 years. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing real cool <laughs> shit in the warp. <laughs> yeah, he's he's killed like a shitload of demon princes and everything. But it's, it's not as cool because it's not my favorite. <laughs> That's what I believe the real heart of the argument there is, is why people meme about him as much as they do. Because he isn't their favorite it's character. Honestly, it's honestly probably more to the fact that he's a great knight and they're real hard asses. <laughs> That's true. Very few people actually like the Grey Knights, to my knowledge. I love the Grey Knights. I am so <laughs> happy that we as Space Wolves kicked their fucking teeth in. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. They're real assholes. If you say the word demon, they're they're not they're not they they're, they don't call you a heretic. They'll just kill you in case you get taken. Like, oh, he said the word. Oh, he said yeah. it again. What's your name, Damien? Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was too close to heresy. <laughs> Sounded a lot like heresy to me. My God, I, when we read about these guys, I immediately went, "Ooh, hoo, hoo. these guys are way over the top." Just a bunch of dickbags. <laughs> Apparently, he unleashed his psychic power amongst the rotting jung jungles of Nurgle's Garden, which is impressive because pretty much nobody survives in Nurgle's Garden. He beat Mortarian. I did not know that. I didn't know he fought Mortarian. Yeah, That's he fought Mortarian. Though. I'm pretty sure it's Mortarian and he beat the shit out of him. I mean, I don't imagine it's like that one-sided, but... Yeah. <laughs> It's called our Drago. Man's just something else. <laughs> He's a he plot guy just, at this point. He just travels the warp pissing off the chaos gods. <laughs> Which, hey. That's just the day job. Yeah, that's gotta do what you gotta do, man. I love the meme of where uh, when he finally shows back with real space and all the other great knights around him, like, oh, fuck. No. I was looking at his oh no. at his kit, like his loadout, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And the only thing he carries that is special is his sword. Everything else is just regular off the fucking line, which is crazy for a chapter master. He said, I don't need no bullshit. <laughs> I don't fuck around, man. And even his sword, I got these two guns. Even his sword really realistically isn't all that special. It's just a, it's a reforged sword that he renamed Titan Sword. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so basically the way he reforged it is uh, he challenged uh, 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 one of the greater corn demons uh, to battle Makar, probably. with his bare hands and beat the shit out of him and then took his weapon and melted it down to reforge the sword. This man just beat him with his bare hands and said this is mine now. Yeah, it wasn't even honorable well I mean it was honorable to the point that Korn I mean Korn demon still used a weapon but he beat the shit out of him and just took his weapon and melted it down oh gotcha that's literally how uh, Logan Grimnar got his he killed a uh, a demon prince and just took his axe that demon prince of Korn <laughs> took his axe and was like this is mine now <laughs> sweet axe Deal with it. <laughs> That's my first one. I didn't want to go too deep into it because obviously we haven't touched the Grey Knights all that much. That's fair. Who wants to go next? Oh, Blade should go next. I can go next. <laughs> I have brought forward for your discretion John Grammaticus. <laughs> Some of you is it just know. really good at spelling? <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> so some of you are, or well, both of you already know about the perpetuals. Um, before John Chromaticus was a perpetual, he was just a regular, well, not regular. He was a human psyker serving, I believe, yeah, back in the 30k era. Um, he served in just the Imperial Guard, or what it was back then, the Imperial Army. Um, 
he had a special psychic ability which allowed him to understand any language and use any language, which hence the grammaticus part, you know, play on it. <laughs> but it wasn't all too long in his service before he was eventually captured by, I believe, the Cabal. That's one of the Drukari people, Drukari Cabal. That's probably where I heard it. Um, but yeah, he was captured by the Cabal and offered a position as a spy for that. And I believe after immense torturing, he agreed. <laughs> Only after the torture, though. Really wanted that. Um, so I believe he was tasked with infiltrating Alfarius's ranks. Which he did successfully, by the way. Which is a feat in of itself. If you yeah. don't recall, Aaron, the Alpha Legion is very pro-stealth. And it would be very hard to actually trick one of them. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, thinking that. <laughs> it isn't confirmed that he actually tricked Alpharius, but it's believed to be. It's just Alpharius be like, no. That never happened. Oh, uh, sorry. He actually died in service and was brought back to life and given the ability to become a perpetual by the Cabal. Oh, shit. And then that's when they tortured the shit out of him and made him a spy. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Maybe that's not the Drakari then. I think they have that ability. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of it's uh, some they might have been working with the regular Eldar um, because it was something along the lines of if Horus won because their, their main goal was to make Horus win the Cabal uh, mm -hmm. was to make Horus win because they foresaw that when Horus win wins Humanity would eventually die out and because chaos put so much of their strength in humanity, they would die with it. And that would be an overall win for the universe. However, later on, he was convinced by someone else. Can't quite remember it, but he was or not necessarily convinced, but told that that future hasn't actually come to be cemented yet. And um there's a chance that if the emperor wins it wouldn't stagnate and chaos wouldn't just continu continuously grow and that eventually the emperor would rise up and overthrow chaos so when he was sent to assassinate vulcan um instead of going through and killing vulcan he used a particular artifact called the fulgurite to instead revive vulcan and in doing so, he gave up his perpetual powers. So he knew at this point, if he died again, he would die for good. However, after this, he would um, join with other perpetuals to try and save humanity from all this. And he would go on um, a journey that would span through well, what is considered ages, but because of the way the warp works, it's kind of fucky wucky. <laughs> <laughs> but he did journey through the, pretty much the entire galaxy all the way back to Terra. Um, and this is where I actually found out, like, because in the book, in the, their journey uh, in the siege, uh, in the siege of Terra, their journey is documented in part of these books. And this is where I found out about the the uh, genetic donor for the Primarchs because they go meet with her mm. um, because she has because she's the one at least in the books the way the books sell it she's the one who actually threw all the Primarchs out into out through the warp into different planets um, so they know that she has a back entrance because she couldn't have done that without going behind the Emperor's back because mm -hmm. as powerful as she is, and she's considered the second most powerful 
um, Psyker to ever exist, even beyond Melkador. As she de- as she showcases in that same book where she fights four greater demons of each of the uh, chaos chaos lords, chaos gods. Sorry, <laughs> she fights them and beats them. Oh, and then Erebus fucks around and does shit that Erebus does. Anyway, in this particular timeline, it said that he makes it to the Emperor's throne. And the moment that the Emperor is actually... So, what this timeline says is that the Emperor was actually building up a tremendous amount of power and becoming... Uh, the fifth chaos god, instead of, uh, instead of actually like so, if you go through the siege of terror, which eventually you will, um, eventually his strength looks like it's weakening, weakening, weakening. But in reality, at least in their adventures, uh, the emperor was building up a tremendous amount of psych- psychic ability, or psychic power, and becoming. The Dark Lord, I believe, something like that, which is the the fifth Chaos God. And it's by the end of John Grammaticus' journey that he actually, with All Person, which was the Warlord or the War Master for the Emperor, way back when, when they, in the Unification Wars, mm-hmm. um, when they both convinced the Emperor to let go of this power and have faith in humanity. which the emperor listened to he let go of that power stopped becoming the fifth the fifth chaos god returned to you know his normal emperor self and allowed things to happen and then he tasked them to go back and stabilize this timeline so it become the true timeline or something like that and so we don't know quite what happens at the end of the journey yet um, but this re- relatively normal man, despite him being a psyker, uh, went through quite a bit and has been a key factor in a lot of the 30k history. Even if even if the timeline eventually separated, at least that's that's what I've come to understand. It it might be the same timeline. I'm not 100 percent sure, but he's played so many important roles. And his story isn't quite done yet. I did forget that he actually has the ability to wield the Annuncia. Which, if you're not familiar with the Annuncia, there are the the words of creation. There we go with words again, that wordplay. So, wielding this for any normal person, even speaking a single syllable would probably instantly kill you turn all of your insides out and you would explode. Okay. That yeah. seems like a good reason not to, re- uh, you know, read it or touch it or even and very few people even it. know it exists. I, I honestly, I think this is probably what the emperor used to actually make the Primarchs. Like he, he bargained with the chaos uh, gods to get, gain some of the knowledge. I believe some of this might, some of the Annuncia might be part of the knowledge that he used. But because these words, these words of creation can do pretty much anything if you speak them correctly. And they can completely create entire new, uh, entirely new planets, all uh, new life. Um, or they can completely destroy them with just the uttering of the words. <laughs> this is screwy. So everything I thought I knew about Warhammer, yeah, that just went out the window because you mean to tell me the Emperor was going to become originally going to become a bad guy? Well, let's see. There's there's like 12 different quote-unquote theories about what he was going to do and might do and between retconning and side books. Uh, yeah, it's, it gets kind of hard to keep track and then there might be stuff that's just not canon anymore. But from what I was reading, the current is that it seems like it's a separate timeline. And from that timeline, they're going to stabilize it and make that the main timeline. 
I do know that GW has been doing this weird multiple universes timeline thing. So all of this, all of this made me, I'm going to interrupt our, uh, who's the most badass conversation here. Cause I have, I have something I want to talk about real quick. What if, and this is a theory, what if GW is purposely putting out misinformation to make us feel as the readers and the fans like we are actually in the universe? I say this because it seems like canonically there's a lot of misinformation spread throughout the universe. So what better way to take your fans and your readers and put them in your universe by also disseminating out misinformation and retracting old information, replacing it with new and saying this thing could happen in a multiverse, like confusing your fans. I mean, do we think there might be a possibility what GW is doing? Um, I think they'll say that. <laughs> to, so, so they'll be like, "Yeah, no, we're not just getting rid of old stuff. We're, you know, we're not trying to make more uh, money off you guys. We're just, yeah, being cool." I like the theory that they're currently watching at all times the uh, published book list. And waiting for new cult classics to come out so they can use that to spin ideas off for more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my theory was shot in the dark. So anyway. Well, I mean, honestly, I think in a way it has a way of interacting with the viewers, like you're saying. And maybe it, maybe they do intend it. Maybe they don't. But there's definitely in that interaction with in the way that you're saying it is. Uh, that is undeniable. I do think that they haven't always been uh, the most inventive <laughs> with all their lore. Clearly. <laughs> but um, more of the recent stuff that I've been reading seems to be hit the, hitting the mark a little bit more every time. So maybe See, they're getting I, their heads out of their asses. I think the reason they're doing this multi-universe, multi-timeline thing is just because they want to do the Marvel approach. And everybody they killed off that was important can magically make a return. <laughs> Infinity Stones, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's what the Annuncia are. Essentially, they can control all of reality. Oh, here we go. Reality stone time. Gosh. Oh, my God. Oh. All right, Grit. It's only been like 15 minutes. That's not even remotely true. It's been 22. Okay. <laughs> well, then do you want to go ahead and hit a mid-break of the, I, the last two afterwards? I think so. I think we should do a mid-break and then do the last two. Yeah. Welcome to the mid God, I hate you. <laughs> I really thought something had gone wrong with the recording equipment. <laughs> no, I am just slow. Stop it. <laughs> Start off with our patrons who aren't going to be here tonight because they hate me <laughs> and everything I've worked so hard to build. I, I You're right. We've got Catmando, <laughs> Levi Amorite, and our Servitor Tears. We've got Chris Slate, Banana the Bard, aka Bananakin Bardwalker, and I am Alpharius, and Evie from HR. Boom. They're all jolly little corn dogs. Remington Cloutier is in our Imperial Guard tier. And the Seven Sins, that Death is oh. Fumbless. Hello, Sins. And also Blades. <laughs> and also pretty much just Seven Boy. Seven Boy. Seven that Boy. Hello, Seven Boy. Had a nine taste. Uh, a little crunchy at first, but once you get past the crunch, a smooth chicken flavor. Gross. <laughs> that was a joke about seven, eight, nine for any of you curious. 
<laughs> All right, Crit. What'd you bring this week? It's been like six months since we recorded. Oh, well, because it's been six months, uh, over exaggerate much. Uh, uh, <laughs> I actually brought two things today. Oh, so what you do every week. Yeah, but this time I brought two cool things to make up for That's everything. That's what you say every time. I did. All right, you ready? You ready for this? <clears throat> uh, I'm putting them in the chat now so you both can look at them. So the first thing I brought was, uh, you know, everybody likes to customize their keyboards the way they like them. So what if I told you you could get a Space Marine keycap hand-painted and designed right now on I, Etsy for your keyboard? I, I, I would say it would sound super cool if I didn't already have duck keycaps. <laughs> <laughs> well... For people who don't have duck keycaps, <laughs> you can get them right now on Etsy from the creator My Model Factory. And right now, there's actually a sale going on. They're 25% off. And you can get them for $29.99 individually. You can get a red one or a blue one. Or you can get both for $56.24. And they're pretty slick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they're pretty nice and pretty honestly nice. the reviews I mean they're they've got stellar reviews five stars across the board and they it looks like they've sold quite a few of these so I mean I would I mean if you're into customizing your keyboard I'd, I'd go for it because they also have if you just want like metallic ones they also have gold and silver for 2025 20 dollars and 25 cents right now so you can get like a gold and silver one you can get a red or a blue one or you can get all four of them your choice but yeah go to my model factory creator on etsy and uh, check them out the other thing i brought uh <clears throat> have you ever wanted your own bolt pistol like irl uh-huh because <laughs> it would break my arm <laughs> Well, uh, what if I told you you could get your own bolt pistol? Is it fire real bullets? Uh, no, sorry, it's all loaded. And it's not a real bolt pistol. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, <a> styrofoam. <laughs> not this one. This was 3D printed, so get good, scrub. Uh, <laughs> so right now on Etsy from the content creator Potions and More, and that's Potions in More, uh, you can get your own 3D printed Warhammer bolt pistol. Uh, you've got a couple of options to do here. You can get for the cover, you can get red, blue, green, black, silver, yellow, or other. And other gives you the option to like message the creator and hey, this is the color I want. Uh, you can also choose your logo from several different factions from the Aquila, Winged Skull, Salamander, Crimson Fists, Black Templars. Ultramarines, Blood Angels, Space Wolves, Dark Angels, Imperial Fists, Iron Hands, and if they don't have it, wouldn't you know it, we have an other option. We can message. Uh, and this lovely bolt pistol is also on sale right now for 20% off. And it is $75.99 right now. And uh, that's all I brought this week. You're welcome. What about you, Blades? Oh, man. <laughs> Forgot about merch. Oh, man. <laughs> when I can pull something up real quick, maybe I'll even bring two. Ooh. Let's see. Um, server. This. All right, for my first one, I'm bringing forth the Warhammer mug. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! For right now, for the next 18 hours, so this won't matter by the time it's posted. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the viewers, it'll be 25.98. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So Warhammer mug that says Warhammer and the word fuck are my two favorite things. Hashtag truths. Find this on Etsy and it's made by DNG or DN Gear. Um, it currently has five star reviews. Uh, it's a cup or a mug. It does mug things. <laughs> we should mug them. <laughs> I'm going to end this fucking call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take this one. Copy. I brought one thing. Deal with it. <laughs> All right, then I'll bring what I brought, which is news that Lego. Oh, no. Like, like the official Lego company. Oh, no. Is re- releasing official Warhammer bots oh, as like a Lego kit. Are they going to be Bionicle style? <laughs> um, I don't remember. I think so, honestly. I'll show oh, you guys snap. some of the pictures. We about to they're, get... they're, they honestly look pretty fucking cool. We're going to get Bionicle Marines. Here's, For those of you who don't a, know what Bionicles are, I'm sorry, I'm so old. <laughs> age faster. <laughs> sorry, I'm cooler than you. Here's a corn demon. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Bionicles. <laughs> Pretty sweet, actually. Reskin Bionicles. I probably already know two friends who are looking at it and ready to buy a medium. <laughs> actually, I might be able to. Am I? Driven? I am. Okay. Yep, they are not quite available yet. But Lego. My Echo. (laughs) Lego Warhammer. So what do our sponsors? Uh yeah, so those uh our sponsors. (laughs) Sorry, I was obsessed with looking at the Lego Warhammer. (laughs) Uh so our sponsors. Mango. I need you to roll on over to Fanroll Dice and use the promo code Almighty C10. That is the word all A L L Mighty, the letter C and 10. Save yourself 10% off. Dice, dice trays, accessories, pins, uh, towers, bags. It's tons. You got everything you need to tabletop in one place, and it's fantastic. It's cheap, it's nice. And they've got different options to select from. You have resin, you have stone, you have metal, you have uh, rubber, you got, you got wood, you got all kinds of options. And they, oh, I've got wood already. <laughs> and right now, they also have their newest set out, which is the Goblin Dice, which is Pathfinder. So you got the Pathfinder Goblin inside your lovely dice and you get that uh, you can also get an oversized d20 with the goblin head inside and you can get the pathfinder dice tray and mat as well that's their newest one and it's pretty affordable i mean last time i checked it was only 20 bucks for a set of the resin uh pathfinder dice with the goblin head inside so it's pretty affordable it's nice and they're good quality so that is our first sponsor fan roll and then we're gonna go ahead and uh Switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use the promo code LOZ Lore and save yourself 10% off Switch controllers and accessories. I, for this Christmas, received a new and oh so lovely orange GameCube controller set. And it's awesome. And I love my wife because she got them for me. <laughs> but they're really You're good. I tell- like them. You're not going to tell them what I got you for Christmas? Uh, I, I I'll talk about it. Money on it. I'll talk about it after the mid break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so head on over to Nixie Gaming. Use the promo code LOZ Lore and save yourself 10% off. And then finally, Mango. It's late to <clears throat> when we're recording this. You look a little low on energy. How about a refuel with some W energy? W energy? <laughs> Go to, <laughs> head on over to W Energy and use the promo code fumbling and the number four and save yourself 10% off 
your lovely W energy drinks. They're really good. Uh, I finally got a uh, container, which was super cheap. They were doing a deal. Actually, it was like 20 bucks off. It was nice. Uh, and I got Dragonade, which is the... Yeah, it's just Dragonade. Sorry. I was I was trying to read the whole thing. It is Dragonade. It tastes really good, honestly. Um, I, when I mixed my first one, I was telling Mango off air, it tasted really chalky. That's because Aaron didn't shake the shaker, right? <laughs> <laughs> but once I did, uh, and I used the appropriate temperature water, not room temperature, it actually mixed really well and it tasted really good. It tasted like, um, I'd say even better than energy drinks you'd get off the shelf. So if you are looking for a nicer, cleaner energy drink and uh, it's affordable, I mean, like one of these has 30 servings. And I mean, it's like you're paying basically a dollar an energy drink when you buy one of these. Uh, head on over to W Energy, use the promo code FUMBLING4 and save yourself 10% off. That is our sponsors for the day. I just wanted to real quick. Uh, I was taught, I went to on vacation to visit my mom in Tennessee. And any of you that live around Nashville area or anywhere near within the two or three hours of Nashville, highly recommend going to Axecape in Tullahoma. It is an axe throwing place that also does escape rooms. They were super nice people. They helped everybody that walked through the door with pretty much anything they needed. And they have offered us a 10% discount. Just go in and say that public force sent you and you get a 10% discount. Ooh. We. <laughs> and that's the end of the mid break. <laughs> All right, I'm bringing us back from the mid break because I have to tell you important news. What's my that? wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, for Christmas, being as lovely as she is, had uh, had gotten Mango to help her track down a Blood Angels army of miniatures for me. It was already pre-painted. It's already ready to go. It's already assembled. And uh, that is what she got me for Christmas. Sorry. Mango assisted. <laughs> uh, but Ariel, my wife, ended up getting it for Christmas. And it's freaking sick. Because what I didn't tell you, Mango, is some of them actually have magnets in the bottom, which makes it even fucking cooler. <laughs> it just it, That makes it a lot easier to store and take the tournament. It does. It does. They're currently, like, magnetized to the top of my desk. Because <laughs> I have the metal poles. So I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, perfect. They won't slide off of here. Slick. <laughs> I do have a few um, because the person who Ariel purchased it from was kind enough to send some extras as well um, because of my interest and because, you know, it's the holiday season. They were kind enough to send some extras. They aren't assembled, so I also get to assemble my own. And uh, let's see how my paint skill is. So uh, I will actually send some pictures over to Mango when I finally assemble those and paint them so he can post them on the Twitter. And then you guys can shit all over my painting. Uh, <laughs> we'll all be, be gentle. Looking forward to it. Be gentle. It's only like the fourth miniature I've ever painted in my life. So it's too late. You said we could shit all over you. <laughs> Sounds like a heavy day. Oh, Eat a lot of protein that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is that is the exciting news. I finally have some Warhammer minis, and uh, I'm going to be getting more later to add to it because I, from what you were explaining, it's not a full army; it's like a like a squad. Not bad patrol. Yeah. So I need to add some more, which is I've already been looking at some, and uh, you know, I'm going to be buying me some and putting some together. So, but yeah, that's the exciting news. I can finally start playing. <laughs> but. That being said, it's time for us to get back to the content. Uh, do you have a wild thought about who I would bring? Um, Melkador. No. 
So, uh, Sauron. Sauron. <laughs> Schmeagle. You have no power here, Gandalf the Jedi. <laughs> oh, God. No, I brought none other than Gazgul Maguruk Thraka. I'm just going to call that? Thraka. Uh, that is the current leader of one of the largest Waz in the orc army. Yeah, too bad he got a shit kicked in by a regular <laughs> human man and then a space wolf. <laughs> Hold that fucking thought. There's a reason I brought this specifically this episode. So I have some bullet points here in my research that I found <clears throat> to make my argument valid. So to start us off here, uh, Thraka survived a headshot during a raid of a Space Marine's command sanctum to go on from that point and become the chosen uh, prophet of Gork and Mork. And most people theorize the reason why is just because Gork and Mork wanted to see what would happen because they aren't really the kindest like, oh yeah, he, he's he's a brave warrior. No, this they're not like that. <laughs> Do you know the full story behind him here? I don't. I couldn't find the full story uh, well, of I've that particular book. situation. Uh, <laughs> ooh, you're going to have to fill me in later then. <laughs> See, I just oh, grabbed bullet points because I had to make fine. a pretty consistent argument here. <laughs> so the next bullet point I have here is uh, this lovely giant orc uh, headbutted a warp and shut it. I don't think any of your guys had better to warp and shut it, did they? <laughs> my guy tells it to close and it does. And then he apologizes <laughs> later. One of my guys threw a spear through with a warp and stabbed Magnus in the fucking eye. <laughs> but he didn't <laughs> shut it. It did shut it because Magnus was the one keeping it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is only... Uh, I have to give context on this one. He headbutted it only after exhausting using weapons against it and it didn't work and he's like well fuck it and then just headbutted it and just out of sheer confidence he shot it and that's actually my next bullet point uh is he is recognized as one of the most confident orcs so much so that in a particular situation he created a force field to stop his impending death just by thought alone he's like ah, i think a force field would be good here and immediately stopped the onslaught that was coming to destroy him. There was no chance. Just by thought alone. Just, I'm confident enough this will work. <laughs> uh, he also is known for beating the shit out of orcs for an hour till they recognized him as their leader. Just beat the shit out of him until they said, yeah, okay, you're the boss now. He's also so confident he cannot die. As of right now, he's, his sheer confidence is what keeps him alive. <laughs> uh, uh, we already mentioned he was handpicked by Gork and Mork, uh, but we didn't know to what we didn't, we didn't. I didn't really stress to what extent he is now basically their personal champion. Like they basically pull him out of shit all the time, just on principle now. Like it's crazy insane like in one incidence he was like fuck it I'm just gonna teleport out of here because that was my only means of escape from getting away from Yorick and he just happened to teleport exactly where he needed to be just happened to do it uh, which leads me to the next point he's also considered one of the luckiest orcs to be alive or to ever live because of this he is extremely cunning believe it or not because he uses advanced military tactics to lead the orcs to victories. One particular situation, he created basically a smoke screen so that the orcs could sneak into an area and completely demolish the people within. Just shit like this. The things you don't expect orcs to do or have the brain process to do, he's doing. Another instance is he is actually constantly creating giant walls to increase orc influence across the universe so that it further spreads their beliefs and empowers them further. He 
At one point, was eaten by a Morlock and cut his way out of the stomach. He th this this one was one I found most interesting. He once beaten by Yorick, basically made it his challenge to capture Yorick, and during that capture, continually tested Yorick and predicted his actions in these tests completely 100% correct every time. After this, this earned the respect of Thraka for Yorick 100% just due to his success and his victories. So Thraka 100% respects him just because he was able to kick his ass and then survive all the stuff he put him through. The last two things I have here is he's died technically twice. First time from the headshot, he didn't really die. He was able to crawl all the way to get medical attention, but he should have. Uh, the second time was when he was beheaded, which leads me to the next one, which is during the battle with Ragnar Blackmane. He fought for 10 days straight before he was beheaded and then brought back by Orc Docs. So, uh, huh? Death is a death. Death <laughs> is a death. Take that W, bitch. <laughs> Never mind that Ragnar shouldn't have lived. Never mind he got his ass beat, too. One of them definitely lived. The other one kind of <laughs> was inevitably brought back before, because Orcs are too stupid to die. <laughs> no, he's too confident. There's a difference. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's that's my bullet points for Thraka and why he's the most badass. He's not done yet either. It, GW's made it very clear he is not done yet. Got beat, my boy, and just a human dude, just some guy. See, and that's that honestly with my research, I went and like went to some like Reddit posts and stuff to see what people were saying about him. That is the biggest thing that most people are pissed about is that he is so badass that he did all these things and he basically single handedly took on Ragnar Blackmane. And yet basically he gets his ass kicked by like a just basic normal human. Yes. Yarick has like a lot of things going for him and he is a badass by his own right but he is no he's no comparison to a primarch or anything else that thraka has taken down or gone up against it's not really in comparison he's not in the same league i'll say this in gasgill's defense i think ragnar's lost every one v one he's ever fought uh technically he's he's won every single one of them but it's always like by some huge mistake <laughs> Uh, he definitely should have died a bunch of times. He's just very fucking lucky. Specifically on 1v1. He mows through minions. Like a one-man army. He is second to none. But when it comes to 1v1, he doesn't actually know how to use a sword. He just flies into a blind rage and <laughs> eats the shit out of his opponents. <laughs> um, I will say it is, it's not just a normal human the higher ups in the imperial guard tend to have a lot of cybernetic enhancements um there's a specific passage in the siege of terra um where a new recruit for i believe uh i believe i can't remember their names right now Oh, hold on two seconds. The one that pertur perturbed. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Well, that perturbed what? You guys the, keep the, going. Step away for a second. The legion that per perturbed runs. Uh, Is it Iron Legion? That's Iron Legion. Uh, I don't think it's the Legion. Because Iron Warriors was Ferris Manus, wasn't it? Yeah. No, he Ferris Manus was the uh, Iron Hands. So then, Iron Warriors is perturbed. Is it Iron Warriors though? Uh, it's it's they're very similar. <laughs> yeah, they're very very similar. Because Iron Hands was Ferris Manus. Uh, and then uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah, it's Iron Warriors Legion. It is okay. 
It just sounds so stupid. But then again, I can't. Yeah, no, it, it does sound pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a new recruit for uh, one of them, a space marine, was outmatched and nearly killed by a commissar, and only survived due to his brother showing up. All right, fair enough. Um, which and the the warrior, like the space marine, even remarks that it's because, like, this is he was freshly raised and this is his first battle that he was so out out experienced by this by this unascended human that they got the better of him and were about to kill him. Fair enough. And I, I can't say that Colonel Schaefer from the last Chancellor's books is straight up immortal. He's been alive for like 400 years. <laughs> he talks about how he like he's lost both his eyes and uh, the higher ups in the in the like Imperium replaced his eyes. He got ran over by a tank and it crushed everything but his head. They replaced his whole lower body. In one of the books you read, he gets his arm shot off by a plasma cannon. Three months later, he's got a new arm. <laughs> At so, this like, point, I is he even human? Is he just robots? Uh, everyone who meets him is fucking terrified of him. Because <laughs> when they replaced his eyes, they didn't just give him like Joe Brown's eyes. Uh, uh, think like... Um, a uh, Riddick. That's just a Riddick, guys. He can't oh see God. in the dark or anything. They're just like that color blue. <laughs> so he just like fucking stares at people and everybody from like commissars to Xenos are just like, I'm going to die today. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is where I go meet the Allfather. <laughs> Basically, so, what I explained, Aaron, was just uh, a space marine was nearly killed by a regular commissar because he was very inexperienced compared to the commissar. Mm. So, Gazkal, I don't know how old he is, but I'm willing to bet he's younger than Yark. He is, by a lot. But the thing is, he's got a lot of battle experience. From what I read on Thraka, he's just, he literally has just been in battle since that moment. Yeah, but orcs don't really learn, or orcs don't really learn from battle kind of fight every battle the exact same way well he that he does that's what i read a lot about him in a lot of the stuff i found is he's learning from a lot of his battles that's why the like the space marines are terrified of him because he's the one orc who's learning and advancing and it has a lot to do with the brain damage he suffered from the headshot and the cybernetic enhancements that he's received throughout all this time like he's slowly becoming aware <laughs> yeah he learns the Hebrews I guess the tactic he used with the smoke screen I'm I can't remember exactly but I read somewhere that he might have experienced that during a raid on his group way back when so a lot of the tactics he uses he's it appears like he's observed them in combat and just turns around and conti- you know uses them because he saw how effective they were so that's the terrifying part is that he actually is learning and educating himself through combat but I think when he and Yarick met I think Blaze is right I don't think he was very I don't think he was very versed in combat or old for that matter I mean, there's a lot more I can tell you about him. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to him eventually. (laughs) The man has pretty much single-handedly reformed the orcs to make them matter again. (laughs) Read a lot about that, too. (laughs) All by the commands of Gorkin Mork. He literally doesn't have a wall to call his own. They're all his. Yeah, it's all the same. (laughs) But last but not least, guess who the second person I was? Ragnar Blackman. (laughs) Any guesses, Blades? Um, most badass person in the universe. Is it the Emperor? Well, 
Mm. Is he a meme? Nope. Is Sly Marbo? No. Damn. <laughs> Do you know about Sly Marbo, Aaron? Nope. Good. Learn about him later. <laughs> Good. Learn about it. Educate yourself. Fucking, he, he's fucking ridiculous. He essentially the Chuck Norris, the Warhammer. <laughs> oh God, Iberot, Iberos, the Red Wake. Ooh, I don't know a lot, but I know the name. Iberos, the Red Wake, Reaper Lord, Reaper Lord of the Void, is the chapter master of the Carcharodon's chapter of Space Marine and shipmaster of the fabled Battle Barge Nikor. He also serves as company master of the elite first company, better known as the Red Brethren. It's a big motherfucker. He he's uh, it's it's kind of argued about because a lot of people just don't believe it, but he's said to be as big as the Primarchs. <laughs> he wears dreadnought armor <laughs> like you know the big sarcophagus <laughs> yeah he, he just he modified his terminator armor with pieces of dreadnought armor because yeah. he's too fucking big for terminator armor this is a good submission I know he also his, his the only weapons he's ever seen to use First off, he's never been seen without his armor on. He's always wearing it. He's always ready to go. Because the the Kekardodons are stationed in the Void, which is the space outside of the known galaxy. Mm -hmm. They just every so often come back into the known galaxy to resupply or like help with border wars and shit like that. And then they'll fuck back off. Uh, The only people who have ever seen his face say that it's pale white with over half the bones visible and he's got deep black soulless eyes whenever he communicates with people he never he never speaks above a whisper that with and that whisper is full of the promise of death these are all quotes yep. <laughs> he uh him and i believe it was a raven guard captain or chapter master uh, got in a fight and duped it out and he took the pink slip on the only weapons anybody ever seen so many more which are two power fists with twin linked chain blades on the underside. <laughs> and they're called Hunger and Slake. I love this man. <laughs> there's a there's literally a story in one of the books he's in where the Adepticus the Adeptus Mechanicus is meeting with a bunch of different space marines. And literally, so the Adeptus Mechanicus don't have emotions. That's their whole thing. They like speak in binary and shit like that. They think emotions are stupid. So he's looking over at all these different space marines and he's like, eh, average. Ooh, that one's got cool armor. Eh, average. Oh, that one's a tech marine. Nice. And then he looks up and his sensors are like, warning. <laughs> and then he's like, holy shit. And then his sensors literally think they're looking, that he's looking at a giant statue until he moves and dust falls from the ceiling and then the sensors are like oh no guess we'll just die (laughs) (laughs) he's gigantic and they call him the red wake because whenever he fights he just uses head uh, hunger and slake he's like drowning in the blood of his enemies he's a giant terrifying man I just thought it'd be fun to end on that Oh my god. Okay, hold on. I have to see a picture of this. I don't know that there's too many pictures because... There isn't actually a whole lot on him right now. Because the books that he's in, the Carcatodons are relatively new, and the books that they're in are fairly new as well. I don't think they have any models other than ones that people have like made up. It's not coming up. Here's a picture of him standing in front of a different space marine. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> uh, he's almost uh, literally a story tall. <laughs> Even that space marine's just staring at him going, I fucked because his that arms space- ripped off. Yeah, that space marine could basically tongue his belly button without moving an inch. Never been dick sucking, hype. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This just screams chaos. But he's not. I know, but it screams chaos night. Oh, he's just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. I I beg to differ. That is a monster. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh my god. If you haven't figured it out yet. They're themed around sharks. I'm pretty sure that they're the, the entirety of the Carcatodons, or Carcatodons come from an island where all of every, the entire order is on average a foot or so taller than the average space marine. I'm pretty sure these space, this space marine chapter was ma- uh, modeled after like fucking Samoans. That makes sense. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> He's genuinely one of my favorite Space Marines. I bought his I bought their books and I'm so excited to read them. Oh my gosh. Okay. My guy has a legendary time knife. <laughs> my guy has a legendary time knife. That seems that's, that's how he uh, got through like on his journey, he used the time knife to cut through reality and step through portals. So he's... <laughs> oh, Prince of Persia. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. He's Prince of Persia. This whole thing is the time knife. <laughs> well, that, and he also wields the Nuncio. Which, there was one... My guy's... Place. My guy's big enough that you'd have to use the word big. (laughs) Just to explain his foot. (laughs) Well, if I recall, the emperor nearly died from someone using the Annunciata. Um, There was a point. Every time somebody talks about the emperor almost dying, it's like, with the exception of what he's going through right now, it's pretty much like, Oh, you made me bleed. This is the closest to dying I've ever come. <laughs> no, so this in this particular instant, it was his armor was rent, his flesh was burned clear, his bone became visible. And then the person using the Nancia blew out their vocal cord and exploded their face. <laughs> so I have a quick question here. What's up, girl? I read just a bit on the Carcardons. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. I promise I haven't been saying it right. They don't have a Primarch. No, it's a successor chapter. It says that what I, what I read was they call the Emperor like the Void Father. And they worship the forgotten Primarch or the forgotten one, which represents their Primarch. More than likely what they are. This is without me. This is without me digging deep at all. You remember we talked about the two Primarchs that were killed and their lineage that disappeared. Uh, The the rumor, quote unquote rumor, was that any survivors were sucked up into uh, the Ultramarines, because the Ultramarines will accept pretty much anybody. Hmm. <laughs> so the Cacatodons are probably like a, uh, a, um, a successor chapter of what used to be one of those two Primarchs legions. We got way more in this episode than uh, badass characters, but I'm okay with this because I am excited. I want to talk about these guys. These guys seem badass. Like That was the point. Ooh. Yeah. I might, there might be a contender for Blood Angels. 
I don't think my guy wins for badassness. Uh, I don't think but so. But he does have an awful... He is packing an awful lot of power. I mean, yeah, uh, he did some cool stuff. I hate to say my it, guy's but... just big. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I think I might have to go with your last guy there. There, uh... Hyperos. Mango, that's yeah. Fucking that's love Hyperos. The Red Wake. Yeah, I mean, that name alone. De- no, yeah. Yeah, I, what, is, what has Kaldor Drago done? Successfully <laughs> fend off the the entire like all four chaos gods for ten thousand years. What's that got to do with anything? Fuck that. Nope. <laughs> he didn't beat a man with his fists. Just he's not big. Slip. Not <laughs> yeah, big. he's not a giant shark man. Exactly. <laughs> Get good, scrub. You know it'd be interesting to see those two fight. Well, Caldor Drago would probably win because he has psycher ability. No, 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 not Drago. Uh. We're, I'm talking um, Thraka, Thraka and uh, Redwake. I'm gonna be real honest. Pretty much the only thing the orcs have that makes them special, uh, and, and just like a standalone one v one fight, is their size and strength. With him being like nine to ten feet tall, he's just gonna fucking choke slam somebody. That's my opinion. <laughs> Other people may be no, Gross Girl Thraka's got like machines and stuff. Well, Throck is also know. bigger, believe it or not. Yeah, but he's had his head cut off like five times. All, all fucking Tiberius has to do is punch him one good time and his stitches will pop off. <laughs> but he won't die because he's too confident for that. That's fine. It's not about death. It's about victory. victory. Take the L, dude. Take the L. <laughs> That's fucking beat. <laughs> At this point, Gasgirl Throck is just a glorified holding pin. He keeps standing up and then we keep knocking the mat back down. Oh gosh! Well, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's, that's all, all the things to talk about. So, do you want to take us yeah, home? This is the end of the podcast. Want to take us home? I know every we all live very far apart. <laughs> take me home tonight. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, buddy. There's room in the closet just- for you. <laughs> this is just you and me again tonight, righty? <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening to all our nonsense and bullshit Thanks, Blades, for coming on out. Oh, uh, always happy to step out of the closet every now and then. <sighs> That's fair. Gotta get some fresh air. <laughs> you know what's funny is my house doesn't even have closets. <laughs> I've never heard of a house with no closet. Well, the man who built it, real piece of shit. Anyway, good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to the Warhammer Lorecast. If you like the show, please leave a five star review. Tell a friend. That's how we grow. And stay tuned on that Patreon coming soon. And finally, Shortly within the next week, we'll have our Twitter up and running. Make sure you reach out to us. Tell us what you think. And of course, show us those armies. Until next time, dear listener. Remember, in the 41st millennia, there is only war.